Hello, and welcome to the third listener episode of Hauntedly. I hope you are having a fantastic day today. And I am super excited because there are some fun things in the works for the podcast. So if you are interested, I am going to be uh, doing a series called Cryptid or Crap. Titles are not my strong suit. I posted this online if you were watching. With my best friend of forever, who is very entertaining. And we think we're pretty entertaining together. Not that we're biased or anything. And the first few episodes of that will be available to everyone. And then after that, they will probably stay on the Patreon. If you enjoy them, we will do more of them. But keep an eye out for that. Today, however, I have three stories for you. And I think they are pretty, pretty spooky. The last one in particular just makes me go, ooh. Remember, if you have a story you'd like me to share on the podcast, you can email it to me at hauntedlypodcast at gmail.com. So, story number one comes from Zykist Horror on Reddit, and all of the links to all of these things will be in the show notes. Me and my pregnant wife were staying at my parents' house in northwest Tennessee on September 17, 2021. It's about 50 yards from our new house. I went out on the back patio to smoke a cigarette around 12 a.m. Over the fence, I heard something that sounds like it was choking on something, but at the same time sounded like a distorted pig squealing. It would make sounds in about two or three second spurts. I honestly thought it was a hawk or an owl, anything that could be explained. I thought it was definitely weird, but probably natural. About three hours later, I couldn't sleep and decided I would go to the gym. As I'm walking to my car, across the yard and towards the road, I hear this same weird sound coming from about 50 yards away at my 10 o'clock direction. I looked around and I couldn't see anything or hear anything. Then I hear, hey, hey, in a woman's voice coming from the same direction. So I looked back up and there was nothing there. As I'm scanning the yard, I hear that loud squealing noise again. I got in my car and dipped as fast as possible. I thought it was weird, but didn't give it a second thought until a month later I was on TikTok and saw a video of a man riding a horse in Arizona, I think. And in the video, I heard a woman say, hey, hey, this makes him and the horse both freak out and run away. It was believed to be a skinwalker. When I heard that same voice and those same words, almost like a recording, my heart sank to my stomach. I really don't believe in any of this, and I've tried every way I can to disprove it, and I truly can't. It doesn't scare me as much as any more it intrigues me. I am so, so curious to know what that was and why me. He includes a link to a uh, an article talking about the TikTok he was referencing. I will say he included a YouTube that helps explain what the Grouser squeal sounded like. But the YouTube video has been taken down by the user, so I can't play that one for you. The TikTok he's referencing, um, I will link to, because the TikTok is really, it is creepy. It does sound like a woman. You can't see anybody. But the horses, somebody's riding their horse uh, using a GoPro or something, and they're filming their ride. Um, and all of a sudden, off to the left, you can hear a woman going, hey, hey. And it, it sounds like a woman. I mean, but that horse, to me, it didn't sound that scary. I mean, it didn't sound 
She wasn't screaming or anything. But the horse is like, wants no part of this. Ears go back and immediately takes off in the other direction. Like, starts trotting pretty fast. Like, nope, I am done with this. So I don't know what the horse sensed that the rider did not. And that you can't, you know, sense through the TikTok. But it is, I mean, the horse's reaction is very, nope, not not having that. So this will be very creepy to, to hear at like one o'clock in the morning. The TikTok is like in the middle of the afternoon, you're on a ride. Okay. Somebody else might be out on a hike or something, but at 12 o'clock in the morning in the dark, not so much. That would be extremely creepy. Our next story comes from Blinken 6125. I moved out of my parents' house for the first time and rented a house about 10 minutes away with my friend and his sister. This started out normal enough, going to school, going to work, college parties, etc. The first experiences we had involved random banging noises coming from the basement. Came up in conversation between us, but we didn't think too much of it. Things began escalating after a few months of living there, however. One day, I returned home from work and sat down in the living room. I began hearing voices from my roommate's bedroom and thought my friend's sister must be home. I walked over to say hello, and the voices stopped. No one was home. I thought that was weird, but went back to the living room to sit down. The voices started up again and lasted for about 15 minutes. I could only make out a word here or there, so I can't speak to any specifics. I heard we, and them, and that's about it. My male roommate had a cat, and it would sleep in his room every night. My roommate told me that he awoke to something grabbing or touching his feet in the middle of the night. He thought it was his cat's tail or something, but when he sat up, the cat was asleep on the floor. As a college house, we frequently had house parties with our close friends. Our friend Corey would often pass out in the recliner in the living room. One morning after he spent the night, he told us he felt something grabbing his feet, and after a few minutes, it pulled him out of the chair by his feet onto the floor. At this point, I figured the house was haunted, but I wasn't overly worried about it. The atmosphere then changed drastically when I would get this strong feeling of dread and hate towards me when home alone. This feeling was very strong in the basement. Whenever leaving the house, I would get this distinct feeling something was watching me leave. Now for the cherry on top. I was asleep one night when I suddenly woke with that feeling of dread. I looked across the room, and there was a figure standing with its arm resting on top of my desk chair. I couldn't make out all of its features, but I distinctly remember dark curly hair, its eyes, and the button-up shirt it was wearing. At first, I thought someone must have broken into our house. I stood up on my bed and confronted the figure. I asked, who the crap you are? It didn't answer me, and after getting angrier, I threatened it and took a step forward. It disappeared. I didn't tell anyone about what I saw because I couldn't be 100% sure if it was a dream and I didn't want to freak my roommates out further. A month or so later, we were having another house party. The group of people there were all close friends. Our friend Amanda went downstairs to get her purse she had left down there and soon came running up the stairs hysterical. She said she saw a dude standing in the corner who she had never seen before. We went to investigate and found nothing. I asked her to describe him, and she described the figure I saw exactly. Again, I didn't tell anyone about what I saw in my room. 
We moved out soon after this, and I was glad to be rid of that place. I would not be okay with waking up and finding somebody just staring. There's something creepy about waking up and seeing something just sort of casually standing there and staring at you. Like, they know you're going to wake up, so they've struck a pose. I don't know. There's something vaguely threatening about the fact that they're just there. Like, you know, having them right up next to your bed or touching you is bad enough, but the, the constantly being watched would be very uncomfortable all the time. I wouldn't want to be home ever. So I'm glad you don't live there anymore. Our third story is actually where the title of this episode came from. And this one is from Blemsicles on Reddit. It's M-L-E-M-S-I-C-L-E-S. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right or if it's even a thing you can pronounce, but that's the username. I just want to preface this by saying that I cannot stress enough how real this encounter is. I know it's crazy. I know it sounds fake. I'm sober. I'm of sound mind. It happened. And I'm in tears and sick to my stomach because I don't know what to do about it. This is going to be a long one, but I am in desperate need of help. And I think it is all important. We live in North Texas. My boyfriend's house is a two-story house. The upstairs consisting of only the master suite. The staircase starts from around the kitchen and goes straight up into a wall. There's a 90-degree angle opening to the bedroom door. There are no vents on this staircase. Once inside the door, there's a small hallway section that has doors on either side, one to the bathroom and one to the closet. From there, you walk into the room, on one side being the bed, the other side having a lounge area with a TV and recliner. I had stayed at my boyfriend's house a few times and had a few experiences where, when in the house alone, I would hear very distinct sounds of boots stomping around downstairs. I am not a stranger to ghostly activity, so I kind of laughed it off, but it didn't let it bother me too much. My boyfriend said that he has had a few paranormal encounters in the house, but nothing like that. One night I was laying in bed watching TV. My boyfriend was standing by the hallway leading into the room with our cat. He was commenting on feeling a draft under the door, which is strange because, again, there are no vents and the hallway leading into the room is a 90-degree angle. I hear the door start to creak open and see him and the cat react at the same time and snap towards the door. Then hear the door slam shut and boots running up and down and up and down and up and down the stairs. This continued for a few minutes and then stopped. It was horrifying. I didn't know how to handle myself. This same sound happened multiple times every few nights for a couple of weeks. We would be trying to sleep and hear boots up and down and up and down and up and down the stairs, but nobody would be there. It happened so often that eventually we just learned to ignore it. Then the activity stopped, seemingly out of nowhere. Additionally, in the master closet, there is a small hatch in the ceiling that leads to additional attic space that isn't accessible from the main attic. Sometimes we can hear shuffling around up there and walking. My boyfriend refused to look up there ever since moving in, in fear he might find something scary. We recently had an inspector look up there because we're having our insulation redone, and he said it looks practically untouched up there. No sign of any animal activity. 
I had to come to terms that maybe there was a ghost in the house, but recent events have led me to believe there's something worse here. I have since moved into the house with my pets. Our couch is a sectional, and when laying on the far side, you can see straight towards the back door. Our back door has a storm door with a doggy door on it, and we call all the dogs in for the night and close the actual back door, which does not have a dog door on it. One night after dinner, I was watching a movie on the couch while my boyfriend was upstairs playing video games. I heard a scratching at the door and went to open it to find my shisu had been locked outside. I let him in and pet him, and he growled a bit and ran off. This isn't very unusual for him, to be honest. He's kind of a jerk, so I didn't think anything about it. I went back to watching my movie. A while later, my boyfriend came downstairs to join me, and I let him know that he must have locked Odie outside when he called all the dogs in. He swears to me that Odie has been upstairs with him this entire time. He swore that he was laying in his lap and actually kind of annoying him getting in his way while he was trying to play games. We have a kind of heated, half-joking, but mostly serious disagreement about this because we both swear we saw oatmeal in two different places at once. We agree to disagree and I let the incident go. It was weird. It was really weird. But I decide that my boyfriend must have been mistaken and Odie must have joined him for games after I let him in. And my boyfriend must have been so enthralled in the games he just assumed Odie was there the whole time. A month or so later, another incident with this shadow oatmeal occurs. I wake up for work and bring oatmeal downstairs with me so he can go outside to potty. I always close the bedroom door behind me when I do this so Odie doesn't go back upstairs and wake my boyfriend up. Because once Odie is awake, all he wants to do is play. I go to work and come home. I don't think anything of it. Once I get home, my boyfriend is telling me how Odie had to sleep downstairs last night because he got in trouble after I went to bed. I laugh at the story and ask my boyfriend when he softened up and let oatmeal back in. He gets immediately confused and says he didn't. I tell him that when I woke up this morning, oatmeal was sleeping by my feet as always, and I took Odie downstairs this morning. We again have a disagreement because we swear we saw him in two places at once. I again brush it off. This leads us to tonight, when the absolute most horrifying thing to ever happen to me happens. We're in bed, watching videos on our phones. I'm on my side, facing the wall. Oatmeal is laying up against my feet on the edge of the bed. I feel something come up between me and my boyfriend. I assume it's my cat. It turns a couple of times and settles in. I think this is a bit strange because my cat usually only sleeps on top of me. If I move him, he'll just keep climbing back up. But I don't turn. About five minutes later, I hear a growl that is unmistakably oatmeal's come from the lump in between me and my boyfriend. And I hear my boyfriend scold oatmeal and shoo him off the bed. I tell him myself that it must be my cat by my feet then. My boyfriend turns on his bedside lamp and oatmeal is sleeping soundly next to my feet and my cat is sleeping in a ball across the room. We're both in shambles. My boyfriend starts frantically searching the room with a flashlight and a knife, not knowing what to do with himself. He says he was petting what he thought was oatmeal, but once he got to the creature's head, its face was hairless and the creature growled and bit him and ran off the bed. At this point, I am in near tears. Now we are freaking out. All of the dots are starting to connect. Is it not a ghost, but this creature living above our bedroom in the attic, running up and down the stairs? 
Our husky suffered a large wound this week where she mysteriously cut off nearly her entire paw pad. It was hanging on by a thread and luckily was able to be stitched back on. We searched our entire backyard and could not find the source of the incident. It literally looks like someone took a knife and sliced her paw pad off. The vet said the laceration goes completely under her pad and barely missed the artery under it. We at first assumed she must have cut it on our fence, but there was no blood anywhere on or directly by the fence. They've lived here for years without incident. Yes, this could be entirely unrelated, but could this be the creature's fault too? I am in desperate need of help. What is this thing and how can I get rid of it? I found this story like incredibly creepy. I mean, it's creepy enough and average things going on. But when he says he's petting the dog and all of a sudden he gets to the face and there's no hair on its face and it bites him. I was like, oh man, that's super creepy. Because all I could think is I, I would seriously freak out if I was petting my cat and then got to its face and realized that it wasn't really my cat and it had no hair. Oh, mm, that just gives me the willies. Especially because it's your dog. Like, it's been in bed with you. It's been sleep. I'm sorry. This is probably not helping anything. But just the implications are, are just make me want to... In any case, I don't know that I can tell you what it is. I would say skinwalker, but I thought skinwalkers usually impersonated people more than animals. If anybody has any suggestions... I would put it on the Facebook group. Um, if anybody thinks they might know what it is and how to get rid of it, uh, it, it would be very interesting to know. But for now, I'm sorry this has happened to you. And maybe now that you've discovered that there is a second oatmeal, it will go away. I, I hope. So those are my stories for today. Again, if you'd like to submit your story, I am all ears and I try and read everything that I am sent out and I will talk to you later. So if you enjoy the podcast, please rate and review us on whatever podcast platform you use. I hope you have a spooktastic day. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the stories. If you'd like to connect, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Reddit. You can use my email. Um, I do have a Facebook group for the podcast. If you go to my Facebook page for Hauntedly Podcast, you'll find the Facebook group there. It's Hauntedly Paranormal. And I hope that you'll meet me on there. And in the meantime, remember, if one door opens when another door closes, your house is probably haunted. See you later.